0: Two seats, feet on the wood for the Grizzlies and the Toronto Raptors come by and see us. But we talk Tigers this time every Friday. We hope now until the end of April, into the Final Four, and Jason Mons presented by Jim's Place Grill, over 100 years of charcoal grill steaks, over 100 years of celebrations, good times, lasting memories, and that special occasion made even more special. At Jim's Place Grill in Collierville, the Terrace family were their touch for our community recipes that date back to the beginning in downtown to now in Collierville at the railroad tracks at Poplar and Houston Levy. Go online at jimsplacegrill.com. Don't forget the E in grill and check out the gift cards and check out the great menu and everything they have at the website at jimsplacegrill.com. Every steak grill perfectly over an open flame. Come to Jim's Place and taste and see and feel the difference. Lunch hours, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Dinner hours, Monday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Since 1921, a Memphis Memphis landmark Hard work, values, and a dedication to their diners. The Terrace family have created a memorable dining experience in that bar area to watch and enjoy and eat in there and, and, and have fun with the games. Lunch menu, the staples like the soufflé the shrimp cocktail, crab cakes, and those salad dressings, all homemade. And at dinner, seafood, soups, calamari, and those steaks, what made Jim's famous, fillets, ribs, ribeyes, and strips. Fantastic bar area, all at Jim's Place Grill, In Collierville, Jason Munns joins us from the Commercial Appeal on the Memphis Tigers beat. And Jason, we 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 have talked all week that that good feeling out of the A and M game, not just the win, but total control Mm -hmm. from tip to the the horn sounding. The margin got narrowed at the end, but anybody that watched and followed that game knew one team was in charge.
1: Uh, pretty much from tip off. Uh, you're you're absolutely right. Um, it never it just never felt like uh, shaky. It, it was it was it was decisive, and it was um, you know they they were measured and calculated and even keeled and you know just all of those things. Um, and and yeah, you, you just it was not the same sort of feeling that we've kind of grown accustomed to with, with some Memphis teams in recent memory. No
0: nervousness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where most games you kind of, you're almost kind of waiting on the other shoe to drop or, you know, where, where the Tigers are having to come from behind or, um, you know, whether, whether say like they're up big and then it gets close at halftime or something like that. Uh, none of that. It was, it was decisive and under control. That was, that was really, uh, Uh, I couldn't have said it much better myself.
0: Coach Hardaway, we we, we talked, we examined the wins. You know, I I think the wins over Kelvin Sampson, the conference wins always up there. Win a few years ago up at Thompson Bowling Arena sure stands out. But that that one Sunday – in in those first two in the Bahamas, you've already got three big ones, and and another great opportunity for one tomorrow. And then as soon as tomorrow ends, you're not going to be able to enjoy it or despair for very long because here here comes the Virginia Cavaliers in mm-hmm. Tuesday night.
1: How about this? I I, I uh, happened across this nugget uh, in the game notes that were sent out just uh, earlier this afternoon by Memphis. There's one team in the country that has as many as four victories this season against power five opponents away from their home floor, and that's Memphis. Uh no wow. other team in the country has note. as many that as is. four wins four wins against the power five team against power five teams not at home. That's Missouri, Arkansas, Michigan, Texas A and M, all on the road. Uh or you know, neutral rider on the road. And uh I mean, I think that is that really is in a nutshell, like how how great the work that the Tigers have done is so far this season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and you're right; tomorrow's another big chance to, uh, even though this one's at home, and Virginia's at home, and Vandy is at home. After that, um, you know, three more Power Five, you know, "quote unquote" Power Five uh, opportunities ahead of them. And, you know, if, if, if things go their way this next week, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like it's time to start thinking big, you know, in terms of, sure is, in, yeah. terms, in terms of seating, in terms of, you know, the, the national rankings, in terms of the buzz that you're going to start getting. Like it's, it's, it's going to get real at that point.
0: Yeah, it is, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to stay for now, kind of in the realistic preseason goal of second weekend. That means two wins, that means Sweet Sixteen, but with the potential roster addition and the the schedule, if it breaks the Tigers' way, and and now the the tougher part of schedule is is all at FedEx Forum, and then into conference play and the two matchups of FAU and. The potential roster addition against Mister Golden will be something to see. Two two aircraft carriers going at it. Huh. Uh, Jason, it, it, it could be the time to start dreaming the the, the promised land yeah. of Final Four. I, I'm not putting the pressure on them. I'm just saying, it, why, why not speak it openly? Yeah, for sure. I mean, once the once it officially
1: goes through and all the formalities and technicalities are are uh, are, are uh, you know satisfied. Uh, and we're talking about Naquan Tomlin, the mm-hmm. midseason season I like roster edition. Penn. <laughs> See, <yeah. laughs> uh, we're, we're, Penny can only say it, can only talk about it yeah. in, in anonymous terms. We can go ahead
0: and uh, sure. Put names on it. Hey, um, I, I, kid, I kid when I, I kid when I say this. If we can talk an illness, I can talk roster additions. That's right.
1: <laughs> you are right about that. Uh, yeah. But no, it's it. I mean, he is a difference maker. He's a 6'10", 210 two hundred and ten pound fifth year. Uh, not not all at the Division one level. He's only played one season at Division one yeah. level, and he hasn't. And there are some caveats here. Naquan Tomlin hasn't played in a game since March. He has not practiced mm-hmm. in a team setting since August, so it, it might take him a little bit of time to ramp up. But once you get him, <laughs> once, you, once you satisfy all the red tape, once you get him on the floor, once he gets acclimated to the new system and all that, um, it, it dramatic, it, not dramatically. I don't know if it dramatically raises the ceiling, but it certainly solidifies. It solidifies your potential of reaching the ceiling that you have, and. I think we can all agree that you know what we've seen so far with this with this uh, addition. Once he once he goes through uh, all the proper channels to get here, um, second weekend is is not the ceiling. I think that's kind of the floor. Um, I mean, and we can talk a little bit about DaQuan Tomlin. Like he's not DeAndre Williams. I don't want to say that by any stretch of the imagination because he is. He's very raw. Like he, he didn't play mm-hmm. organized basketball until like just a few years ago. Uh, he did not play wow. organized basketball in high school, so um, he's still very raw. But that being said, he is still he's very productive at a very high level. Um, he he was a very integral uh, piece for Kansas State in their Elite Eight run last year. He's won on a on a big stage before. He's produced on a big stage before. Um, he's, he went through the Big 12 gauntlet last season with K-State um, and did so pretty well. Uh, so you're adding someone who is probably more raw than DeAndre Williams but has just as much upside, mm-hmm. if not more, than DeAndre. He's certainly, wow. I think, more athletic than DeAndre, more explosive than DeAndre. Um, he may not be as crafty or as... Um, you know, uh, I guess skilled, so to speak, but, uh, but he certainly got some DeAndre Williams in him, and mm. that's the caliber of player that you're adding <laughs> to a team that's already pretty darn good.
2: We
3: were talking, I think, Brett, it might have been Kevin Sweeney earlier, and, and I know not one-to-one, of course, but it sounds like what you're saying. I think it was Kevin Sweeney we were talking to earlier, and he said this would be more of a replacement for DeAndre Williams than a replacement for a center. It would be more of like a powerful way in terms of what he can do. Is that how you kind of see the addition of Naquan Tomlin?
1: Yep, absolutely. And and, and as a matter of fact, I, I, I think that he is, probably more of a 3-4 than a true 4 or a true mm. 5. Yeah, um, He he can get out. That's the way and, of the sport
0: now, right. isn't
1: it? It is. It is. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, like his his three-point numbers weren't great. I think he shot 20, 27.5% last year at K-State. But um, on offense, he can do a lot of different things. Uh, he is not a you know, uh, a guy that's just going to stand under the basket or, or hang out in the paint around the basket. Uh, he's going to be able to step out some and, and spread the defense out some. Um, on defense, he does play like a true five. Although he can guard, you know, threes and fours, he can also mm-hmm. uh, be a rim protector. So um, he's, a, he's a really versatile piece and uh, high energy, high, uh, you know, plays a lot of passion, uh, kind of a la DeAndre Williams. Um, so, you know, I think fans are going to, you know, he's going to be exciting to watch and, uh, to, to, have on this team, but, um, but there's no doubt. I mean, the, the work that they've done to this point, uh, and, and you're adding someone like, uh, something you're adding Naquan Tomlin, not someone like him, you're adding Naquan Tom, uh, uh yeah. here a third of the way through the season, um, it, it is, it, 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 we shouldn't be shy. Going back to your original point, Brad, we shouldn't be shy to uh, to start, you know, attaching some lofty
0: expectations to this team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Jason, you're right. Jason Munch from the Commercial Appeal with us every Friday, presented to you by Jim's Place Grill in Collierville, and he will want a piece of golden come FAU yeah. versus Memphis because I really believe. Uh, if Kansas State doesn't get knocked out at the Garden by FAU, I thought they had a chance to make more noise at the Final Four than FAU did.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree with uh, Noel and Keontae Johnson. That point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff that he did last last year was magical. Last season was, was really magical, and, you know, he had – he had Keontae Johnson next to him, the former Florida uh, star, mm-hmm. and he had um, he had uh, Naquan Tomlin next to him. Uh, really, uh, you know, really really nice supporting cast. Um, Tomlin, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he he scored like 14 points, may six rebounds and a couple of blocks against FAU. So uh, in that in that Elite Eight game last year, even though they lost, he was very productive. So you know, you're I mean like. Even if you, even if you uh, are only able to have him, for, I mean, obviously this is not going to be the case. But even if you only had him for those two games against FAU, you certainly feel a lot better uh, based on what mm-hmm. he did against them last year than you would if you didn't have him. So, um, yeah, I, I, I bet he, he was not at Memphis last year. Uh, so, but but he does have, I'm sure. Uh, he he doesn't forget, uh, FAU yeah. the same way most of uh, the same way at least Penny and Jaden and, and Malcolm and the people who were who were at Memphis last uh, last season uh, don't forget FAU either.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a
0: lot of remembering FAU. Yeah, there will be. Man.
3: Well, I guess not yep, a ton a of, because a lot of new new pieces. <laughs> right, new Jersey, those dates, yo, yeah.
1: Those, those dates are going to be circled on a lot of people, a lot of calendars in, in this in this yes, city.
3: Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Jason, uh did you expect to see what we've seen so far from David Jones this year? I mean, I remember the beginning of the year before the season, a lot of arguments of who's going to be that go-to guy. Will it be Walton? Would it be um Jones? And, and really, um Jones ha- has played unbelievable. Did you expect to see the kind of numbers, the kind of stat lines he's put up this early in the season? It depends on when you ask me. If you'd
1: asked me before the Dominican Republic <laughs> trip, I'd have probably said no. Um, yeah. But you know what we saw out of him against Memphis down in down in Santo Domingo. I mean, that's
3: a good point. Yeah. Like
1: like being in the building that night, watching him play, it was obvious that they had something. Now you didn't know if he it was just you know one game, so you didn't know uh, you know he was going to be playing with the guys instead of against them. You didn't know you know uh, different coach, different whatever, different plays, different everything. Uh, you didn't know if it was going to translate necessarily quite as well. Um, you didn't, at that point, you didn't know what you were going to get from the three-point line uh, out, of, out of David, because uh, he had not shot it, has not shot it very well before he got here. Now he's shooting 40%, a third of the way through the year. Um, so I would say, you know, after seeing him with my own eyes in the Dominican Republic and then talking to some people after he got here in September... Around the program, uh, who were telling me that, like, you know, he's kind of uh, legit. Like, he's he's mm-hmm. he's he's actually going to be a dude. Um, I would say yes that I did expect him to be uh, a a vital part. Now, I would also say in the same breath that I don't know that you can ever like project that somebody's going to be a 20-6 tw- and six guy uh, <laughs> right. his, their, his, their first nine games in a new uniform. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I thought he was going to be very good. I did not think he was going to be this good
2: um, mm-hmm. but,
1: because he has been spectacular. 36 points against Arkansas, 29 points against Texas a and both of them away from Memphis. So I, it's something about the... You know something about maroon and the SEC um, that, that that makes David Jones uh, uh, yeah. gets him going. Uh, but yeah, he's been he's been phenomenal.
0: It's such a matchup problem. I mean, they they can't go too big. He goes around them. They get yeah. too small. He 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 either dunks on their head or, or pulls up for a jump shot. Over them. I mean, it's just been an incredible matchup issue for every team this year. Jason, all week I've kind of asked people when we're talking about this game would, and and you take a swing at this as well, but, but more for you, I've asked all week, is Clemson the best team the Tigers played? For you, I'm going to ask this. Does, does Memphis have to have to play its best game so far this year to win tomorrow? Um, I don't think so, and the
1: only reason I say that is because I think they're vastly more athletic than Clemson is, and so I think that's going to pose some issues for Clemson. Like, I think they needed to play their best game so far this season, which they did, to beat Texas A&M. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And I, especially I don't know they coming were... off the ho-hummer up at VCU. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know that they were going to out-athlete. I don't know that they were going to be able to simply rely on their athleticism. And I'm not saying they're going to be able to do that against Clemson, but I think that that's going to – I think their athleticism and how much more athletic they are than Clemson is going to help. If they happen to not play their best game, you know, wire-to-wire against Clemson, I think they can make up for it by being better athlete than Clemson, pretty much across the
0: board. Um, so
2: we we yeah, all pick
0: the Tigers, Jason. I, I'm going to say it. I think they stroke them tomorrow. That'd be great. I, I I mean,
1: you know, I'd like to think so, but I mean, you know, you look at what Clemson's <laughs> done. They went into Alabama and and took it to them.
2: Um, yeah, that was impressive. You
1: know, I mean, like they've they've and they they've held some some. I mean, like Alabama, I think is first or second in the country in in, in offense. In in total offense, and they held them to like, what, 70 points or something like that? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're, 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 they're a very, very fundamentally sound, they're not going to beat themselves, uh, very well coached, and they play together, uh, really, really well, um, great chemistry, and they can shoot the heck out of the ball. Uh, and PJ Mm -hmm. Hall is, you know, he's a 6'10. Like there's only two players in the country. There's another note that uh, came from uh, Memphis. Memphis SID Kirk Downs. There's two players in the country who are right now who are averaging 20 or more points, six or more rebounds, and also shooting 40% from three. It's David Jones and PJ Hall. Um, wow. So yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a. It's going to be a fun one. Honestly, it's going to be a really really fun matchup.
3: Yeah, it will be a lot of fun. How about this? You're talking about that uh, Clemson-Alabama game. Alabama on Kimpom number one in adjusted offensive efficiency, um, shot 31% from three against Clemson and still lost because Clemson shot 52% from three in that yeah. game. So uh, you're right. They are a, um, a really good um, offensive team. But it should be a lot of fun tomorrow, and I know a, a good crowd on tap for it. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do it again next Friday.
0: Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Jason. Thank, thank you, Jason, so much. Thank you, Jason Munch.
3: Uh, Jason Munch joins us every week from the Commercial Appeal uh, to talk Tiger basketball. He's on the Tiger basketball beat and does an unbelievable job. Didn't get to ask him about it, um, but he did a story earlier this week about the longest a Tiger basketball team had gone without hey, a home this is game. A stretch. It's, it's, yeah, the stretch between home games, and this I think uh, you had to go back to the 50s since the last time um, a team had been on the road this long. So uh, definitely a long, long time. Well, it's five o'clock, and I got to tell you about our five o'clock spot. So that's Hewlett and Dunn, boot and jean on the historic square in Carnival since 1961. Charles Hall, he started working there in his teens and now with his wife Laura. They own the place known for all the boots, but also clothing, accessories, and a cap for any team in any season. They've got western wear, but also work boots, safety toe boots, uh, soft toe rubber boots, boots for every single occasion at Hewlett and Dunn. And from head to toe, they have you covered with every brand imaginable like Ariat, Dan Post, Anderson Beam, whether for men or men or women, and they've got clothing like jeans, pants, shirts, outerwear, shorts, and the best duckhead collection you'll find. Charles and Laurel Hall invite you to 111 North Center Street on the square in Carville or to their website, HewlettDunn.com. And if you're still looking for maybe some accessories, they've even got that at Hewlett and Dunn. Hats, sunglasses, boot care products in every area, team snapback or cool hat you can think of, whether it's the Tigers, Mississippi State, UT, Old Miss or the Razorbacks—they've got it. I know a lot of people traveling for the holidays. Uh, their bag selection is absolutely top notch. HewlettDunn.com, but please head out to Carville, give them a visit, and say hello at 111 North Center Street on the Square in Carville at Hewlett and Dunn. All right, Brett. It's time the big giveaway—the uh, feet on the wood courtside tickets, Grizzlies and Raptors. Let's go ahead. Let's let's draw for them. Who we got? What a way to start the new year. Yeah. Going
0: to see the Grizzlies. Is on Wednesday night, January third. Feet on the wood. We the Jimmy Goldstein seats at mm-hmm. FedEx Forum when he comes for playoffs. That's where he likes to sit. And they are truly you're you're right in the middle of the action. And we want to thank Bill Jones and yeah. his family and his team so much. Lamar McCubbin, uh, ev- everybody, why mm-hmm. Every, had everybody been so good to us? Uh, really, since August when we. we we started partnering with them and they with us we appreciate it so very much and we draw now and we will call this person because we got to get you with yeah. them and get mm-hmm. the tickets because everything's uh, mobile and it is the winner is GW Sorles GW wow. Sorles congratulations You're the winner for Wednesday night. January 3rd to start the new year at FedEx Forum and mm. you get two anthems that night
3: <laughs> you do that's right and Canadian anthem <laughs> not as good as, as our anthem but it is beautiful it's a good GW one Sons. man I'm jealous I'm jealous I've been telling you ever since we went Brett that I am whoever wins those I'm going to be jealous because they're, of they're seats, great 41 Ooh.
0: nights a year I mean
3: you get you, you walk out and you're going man I mean just to go back to the club oh just the club would be nice but I mean any of it I mean would be a uh, deal but getting both of them and uh getting to see NBA basketball is going to be a lot of fun, for sure.
0: And we'll say it a bunch more times. Thank you to everybody that's yes. come by and visited. And we, we do. We, we, we expect to be back out again mm-hmm. for the big grand opening. Yeah. But right now, around the holiday season, tomorrow, please, please carve out some time during your day to come by here and just see this location and see – how it's displayed.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got to come out here and, uh, you know, check out what they've got because they've got, um, some beautiful diamonds, some beautiful jewelry We've been out honored here. To be here. Um, we really have. And it is, it is stunning out here. So come by, make sure you come by 4542 Poplar. They've got extended hours, um, for Christmas so you can get all your Christmas shopping done. You don't have to worry about getting out here, um, right after work and, and trying to beat the clock. But let's go ahead, uh, and get to a break. And when we come back, it'll be time for our Friday football forecast.
0: Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. We are ready for Friday football forecast. And I was with a friend yesterday at lunch. He came by earlier Mm -hmm. and said hello. And he said, "Look, you're not that much older than me." He said, "I've had an account there just as long as you have, and and he has, and he loves the Ridge Lake uh, branch here as First National Bank and Trust, a division of First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, and of course the office in Collierville, and only growing and getting bigger in 2024. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate them so much. Where customer confidence is the cornerstone of that great, great business, stable, secure, solid, reliable, and consistent." through all these years and now we have college football bowl games That's right. to finally picking Johnny's going Johnny, Johnny Hill's going bowl games. Right. Johnny you ready? Yes I am, yes I am man. Okay, right. you sound ready. You better be ready tomorrow morning, ten o'clock. The Myrtle Beach Bowl. Nothing says the bowl season like Conway, South Carolina right. does it. Brook Stadium, first meeting ever between Georgia Southern and the Ohio Bobcats. Georgia Southern a three and a half point favorite Georgia Southern three and two all time. In bowl games, Ohio Youth Bobcats, Bill Bender's alma mater. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they are six and eight all time in bowl games. Again, the first meeting ever between these two teams. I'm going to take
3: Georgia Southern mm. minus
0: three and a half, Bryant.
3: Yeah, I'm also going to take Georgia Southern minus a three and a half. Ohio has lost their starting quarterback. I think they've also lost a couple of weapons. Uh, Georgia Southern's defense isn't great, but Davis Brim, we're familiar with him we um, sure in are. the American with his time at, at Tulsa. Uh, at Tulsa. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Oxford. Brett, I found this Who's out earlier. Been- been everywhere, hey, he? He's been everywhere, and he? has been everywhere. I found this out earlier. Their backup quarterback, J.C. French, was a freshman here at Memphis yes, he um, last year as a red shirt. Johnny um, Transferred knows he, over to yes, Georgia Southern. Um, so, uh, so some familiar faces in the quarterback room um, to Memphis fans. But I'll, I'll go ahead and take Georgia Southern tomorrow.
0: All right.
2: Let's see if Johnny will make it a group lock hey, out of man, the gate. I
0: have Georgia Southern. Brian has
2: Georgia Southern. Johnny? Come on, Johnny.
0: Make it a group lock.
2: Man, I'm sorry I can't, man. I love J.C. Mm. French, but I'm going with Iowa. Oh, oh I mean, I, I, That's a smart man. Goes with the
0: Bobcats. Oh, so <laughs> like Ohio! It. Tomorrow in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, one fifteen tomorrow. Uh, R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, mm-hmm. Jacksonville State minus three and a half over Louisiana. That game will be played at the Caesar Superdome. The Tigers have been in that a couple of times. First meeting between these two teams. First bowl game ever. For Jacksonville State, a three and a half point favorite, Louisiana seven and three all time in bowls, and this is their seventh New Orleans Bowl. Wow! Give
3: me Jacksonville State and Rich Rod. Mm, I'm also going to take Jacksonville State. I think they're going to come out with a ton of in- energy. First year in FBS, and and just able to get into the bowl games um, because there weren't enough teams. So I think they're going to have a lot of the energy. Well, we know Rich Rod can uh, can you know set up a, a great game plan. So I'll, I'll take him. Why not,
2: Johnny? Hey, man, let's make it a group lock. I'm with Jacksonville State, man. I love there it.
0: There we go. The Gamecocks, the Jacksonville State group lock, 230. The Avocados from Mexico mm. Cure Bowl. Please don't get, mis- uh, get Get confused out there. We have the New Mexico Bowl right. tomorrow, mm-hmm. but we have the Avocados from Mexico Cure That's Bowl right. as well you tomorrow. Got to
3: sponsor. Him. It's on oh. ABC
0: at 230 in Orlando, Florida at Exploria Stadium. Not, not where the – the Citrus Bowl is played, and not where the other bowl game in Orlando is played. I think that's the MLF Stadium, isn't it? I think you're right. In Orlando. Now that you said it, I think App, you're right. App State, six-and-a-half-point favorite over Miami of Ohio. App State, six-and-one in bowls. Miami of Ohio, all-time six-and-six. First meeting for these two teams. Bryant, you pick first.
3: First. Oh, man, this one was tough. I went back and forth on this one a couple of times. I think I'm going to go Miami, Ohio on this one. I think uh, App State, um, you know, they've been a good team. I think they are a good team. So, you know, maybe they go in there, they think they've got it, and this one could be a close game. So I'll take Miami, Ohio. Maybe they don't win, but I think they cover.
2: Johnny Hill. Hey, man, I got Miami, Ohio. Give me Big Ben Al- Albemarle, man. I'm very confident in and I believe in them. You got it, but no group lock here. Give me App State. My buddy Joey Jones running media relations
0: for App State. I'll take him in that. Johnny's
3: already a pro at this. I mean, throwing out alumni in there.
0: (laughs) He is 445 tomorrow afternoon. If I'm pronouncing this correct, Mm -hmm. the Alta New Mexico poll. Help me with the corporate sponsor. Yeah. I think it is Alta. Yeah. Okay. It's on ESPN in Albuquerque, New Mexico at University Stadium. Fresno leads this series all time against New Mexico State, 18 to 1. New Mexico State, a three and a half point favorite tomorrow, and they are four oh and one all time in Mm. bowls, the one tie, nineteen thirty-five Sun Bowl when they tied Harden Simmons fourteen to (laughs) fourteen. Fresno State thirteen and twelve in bowls, but they are underdog tomorrow to
2: New Mexico State. Give me New Mexico State, Johnny. Hey, give me New Mexico State too. They, hey, I believe in them. They got a great team in there. Wow. They're explosive, man. So I, I just believe in New Mexico, man. I think they wanted
3: a little more. Group lock. Mm-hmm. Give me a group lock, Brett. I'll also go New Mexico State. I think, it. uh, I think they've got a really good shot. This one should be a good game, but I'll take them.
0: 6.30 tomorrow night on ABC, the Starco Brands LA Bowl presented by Gronk. Oh, I love that's it. That's a, scary. That's a, that's a lot of title, isn't <laughs> sure it? Is. It is on ABC. It's in LA. It's at SoFi Stadium. UCLA leads the all-time series against Boise one to zero. They are a four and a half point favorite over Boise State. UCLA 16, 20 and 1 all-time in bowls. Boise State 13 and 7 all-time in bowls.
2: Johnny, your pick. Man, I got UCLA. I just believe mm. in the Bruins, man. I, hey, I believe in them. And they just got a good offense, man. I love the, their defense, man. I, I love everything about them. So they're going to take the the. And they're at home. I
3: get- yeah, they are at home. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also going to go with UCLA in this one. You know, both teams are losing um, their quarterback. Both of them hopped in the transfer portal. Um, but I've seen this roster for Boise State, and they did not just lose their quarterback. They lost their quarterback. They lost their star receiver. I think they lost their star running back. I mean, they have lost a lot from the team that we saw at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium earlier in this season. I think UCLA is a better team. I think they are a better team that even if some players hop into the transfer portal, they have better uh Players that are backups that can come in and fill those roles. So I'll take UCLA in this one.
0: Group lock time, UCLA minus the four. Wow, that's half scary. Third over group Over Boise State. They've lost too much. I didn't think Boise State was that good this year. No. I said, said it when they played the Tigers here. You did. You still we're still kind of playing mm-hmm. the myth of Boise State, yeah. the, the image of Boise State. I think that has waned, subsided a bit. Tomorrow night, 8 15, Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl down in Shreveport. Texas Tech minus three-and-a-half over the California Golden Bears. Texas Tech leads the series all-time one to zero, and it was a bowl game, holiday bowl. They beat Aaron Rodgers one time in a a holiday bowl. Third Independence Bowl all-time for Texas Tech. The two others were both losses to Ole Miss. Cal, 12-11-1 in bowls. Texas Tech, 16-23 and won in in bowls, but they've won two in a row over the SEC State here in Memphis two years ago and over Ole Miss last year in Houston. Last time California was in a Rose Bowl, January 1, 1959, when Joe Cap was at quarterback for the Cal Golden Bears. Give me Texas Tech minus Mm. three and a half.
2: Johnny. Man, I completely agree with you. I got Texas Tech. This was one of the hardest games for me to decide on, but I got Texas Tech. Bryant, group lock. Our, fo- our fourth, no less.
3: Brett, what do they say at uh, Texas Tech? Guns up? Is yes, that I right? Do. Yes, they do. Guns down this weekend. I would say I'm that the jewelry the- no, no, guns no, up. that's a good point. Guns down this weekend. I'm taking <laughs> you, cow in this one. You You really got it. You got, the, you got right. the
0: cow golden bears. Monday afternoon before we're on the air, so we got to pick it now. The famous Toastery Bowl, one thirty. I'm so excited on ESPN in Charlotte at Jerry Richardson Stadium, where the Tigers played and won this year. Old Dominion, a two and a half point favorite over Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky leads this series all time six to one. First bowl for for Old Dominion was 1963 in the Tangerine Bowl. I'm sorry for Western Kentucky, 1963 in the Tangerine Bowl. When they beat the Coast Guard, you <laughs> know the Coast Guard had a football team. Sure did. Uh, Old Dominion one and one all time in bowls. Western Kentucky six and three. Give me Western Kentucky mm. and lay the two and a half.
3: Yeah, I'm also going to go with Western Kentucky in that one tomorrow. I just think they're a better team. I haven't seen much Old Dominion this year, but I have watched a lot of Western Kentucky. They're athletic, and I think they uh, I think they win this one outright. Johnny, group man, lock? I, hey,
2: we got a group lock. I just believe I in Western it. Kentucky, There's way too many group locks. Right.
3: Four group <laughs> too locks many.
2: right
0: out of too the many. gate. Too many. So we got to get to some blood in the NFL, mm-hmm. and we got to get in. hurry up no huddle as well. Tomorrow afternoon at noon on NFL Net, Cincinnati minus three and a half over Minnesota. Nobody had these two quarterbacks coming into this nope. game. Uh, just, just me and Brighton these picks, Johnny. Since you you just you hadn't been with us all year on Sounds NFL good. picks. <laughs> you, you you just picking for the bowls. Give me Cincinnati twenty four seven
3: over the Vikes. Well, I'm going the opposite direction. Give me the Vikings in this one. I know they're playing Nick Mullins, but we've seen a lot of quarterback magic. Maybe we'll see some tomorrow. Maybe so. Saturday three thirty NFL
0: Net Indianapolis two and a half over Pittsburgh. People starting to ride off the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. I'm not. 16-15, Steelers wow. win.
3: Wow, you know, you're right. A lot of people have been off on uh, on Pittsburgh, but I'm going to go Indianapolis. I've been riding them for a while. It, it's kind of hurt me these past couple of weeks. I mean, Brett, let's not forget, I am the guy that did not win a game last week. But, you're due. Uh, yes, I am. Hopefully due. do. I'm going to take the Colts minus the two-and-a-half tomorrow. So we
0: had a lot of agreement in the polls, but blood so far, Saturday 7-15. Tomorrow night, NFL Net, Detroit minus 4.5 over Denver. Boy, this is a tale of two seasons going in different directions. Give me Detroit, lay the
3: 4.5,
0: 28-17 over the Broncos.
3: Mm. I'm going to take uh, the Broncos in this one, um, I, uh, plus the 4.5. I think uh, you know, I loved earlier when we were talking to Bruce and he said that he likes the money line on this one. He likes them straight up. I think what Sean Payton has done, been doing this season has been really remarkable to watch. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Denver here. Give me your NFL lock for the weekend. My lock this weekend is going to be. The, and I think this number has moved since I uh, since I saw this last night. I'm going to take the Ravens minus two and a half over the Jaguars. I think now it's about three, three and a half, but I saw it at two and a half, so with permission, but I, I'll take it at two and a half. Um, I think the Ravens are the better team. Um, you got a couple banged-up players for the Jaguars, so I think they can at least win this game by a field goal.
0: Especially after that weekend you had last weekend. I well, I appreciate to that, that, Brett. Thank you. My NFL locks Miami minus the eight and a half over the Jets. I have the Dolphins win, winning 24-3. to three. My NFL shock. Tommy DeVito fever. Give me the Giants. Wow. Plus the six and a half in New Orleans. Over the Saints. I just don't know if the Saints have a, yeah. a player anybody's having to game plan over. Not that they're game plan over Tommy DeVito, huh. but give me the Giants. You're NFL lock. Yeah, or well, shock, rather.
2: I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I'm right there with you. I, I'm Giants plus six, six and shot. a half. That's right. I think this team is really Same rallied around. Times yeah, yeah, really. On Friday. Um, but I think this team's rallied around their quarterback, and I think they have a guy in there. It seems like the fan base is rallied around there. And a lot of times, um, when you're a quarterback in this league, even if you're a backup, all you need is some confidence behind you, and he's got the the whole city of New York um, behind them, so I'll, I'll take a stab here on the Giants again.
0: And that, that's our NFL and college football picks for the week. We will pick every single bowl game uh, periodically. Sometimes some of the week, but but all the games heading into the weekend. And like on on Monday, I'm, I'm sorry, on Tuesday rather, it'll just be one game. But then a bunch next Friday mm-hmm. when we have Friday football forecast presented every Friday to you. For years now, the First National Bank and Trust, a proud division of First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas since 1886 in Eastern Arkansas and now in West Tennessee. For any, for any real estate need, whether it's commercial, ag, hunting, mm-hmm. or recreational, contact them at FNBT.com or call them at four, nine zero one, four nine eight, five seven six three. And we appreciate them so much, and we're getting down to it. I'm glad Johnny's picking the ball game. I am with us.
3: too. I am too. It's exciting. He 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 was ready to rock today, and he uh,
0: good job, Johnny. Made
3: some good picks, I think. Um, but we're about to get to a break here. Let me remind you, we're at Sissy's Log Cabin, and uh, beautiful place. Their new location, 4542 Poplar. We're about to get out of here um, in about 15 minutes. And if you weren't able to come out here today, you got to make sure you get out here this weekend. Maybe maybe after the Tigers game tomorrow. Maybe before. Uh, maybe. Maybe on Sunday you've gotta come out here. I mean it is just stunning. But I'll be honest and I've been thinking this the whole time we've been here and I haven't had a chance to say it. I drive down Poplar all the time. I mean going to different places. I'm always driving down Poplar and I've been seeing this location ever since they started it building be? it. What's it gonna be then I saw you the can't what it on Yeah. Well and then looking at it and then coming in here, it feels so Stop. much bigger on the inside and just all of the jewelry they have in here. Um, just so many beautiful um, different selections in here. So you got to make sure you come out here to Sissy's Log Cabin, 4542 Poplar. Um, it's been a lot of fun out here today. And we've got still got one more segment left, so let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up today's show. We'll wrap up the week with Taco Bell Crunch Time.
0: Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio for Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to sports time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Hewlett and Dunn, Boot and Gene Company in Collierville. Once again, here are Brett Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. If I raising, then will you still call me Superman? <laughs>
2: It is crunch time. You are looking live.
0: In your life have you seen anything like that? Goodbye, no It's obviously crunch time. Hammer, nail, coffin, this baby is over. The double steak grilled cheese burrito, so good. Double the steak with nacho cheese sauce, seasoned rice, red strips, sour cream, and the three cheese blend wrapped inside a warm flour tortilla with even more three-cheese blend grilled on the top. The double-steak grilled cheese burrito, it hits the spot now at Taco Bell. And at Taco Bell, when they say they are feeding people's lives with unexpected good, they mean it. Bowl food you can't get
3: anywhere else. (laughs) Well, Brett, what I learned today is that the Dodgers added another star player Did to their roll? roster. No, no, Brett. They uh, somehow, you know, after giving a massive contract, they somehow S- still have a lot million, of money. A lot of money. A over in the escrow account. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, they, they were able to find something. Payroll account. Uh uh-huh, Yeah, that's right. But no, uh, last night uh, Tyler Glasnow, uh, it was announced a trade from the Rays to um, the Dodgers. Will he be uh, a ready of- opening day. I don't think so. Um, I haven't looked too much into it, but I I would be surprised if he was ready opening day. But, you know, whenever he's back... Um, this is uh this is huge for their rotation, and um, you know gives them another high-end starting pitcher. They've got a couple young guys. They had to give up some young guys um, to get him, but they still have some young pitchers uh, in that rotation. They kind of need the veteran presence in there. Now, a lot of people are pointing out Tyler Glasnow uh, has not been good in the postseason, and so that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, but definitely adds a lot to that rotation. Also, I saw Brett, our old friend uh, Jack Flaherty, he is going to be a Detroit Tiger. How about that? I saw that announced last night. Well, that was night. short in Baltimore, wasn't it? It. sure was. <laughs> Jack Flaherty.
0: He had a lot of hope.
3: He I, I hope he it works out for him. I do, too.
0: Uh, what, what I learned is bowl season begins, and all these bowls that start this weekend and really play into next week, really before Christmas, I think they will have maybe better positioning after the realignment and the playoff begins and the, the lessening of importance of some of the post-Christmas bowl games. Yeah. I think the bowl area you don't want to be in. Is if you're not if you're before Christmas yeah. and you're not deemed that important right now, like mm-hmm. the Pure Bowl, yes, to call names, <laughs> but you're not in the playoff mix for for the twelve teamer, and even when it goes to sixteen, right? I think that's the bowls that that are going to be mm. in trouble going into the future, and the market's going to speak, and post Christmas is going to look a lot different. Years ahead.
3: Yeah, it sure will. Uh, what I could have done without, I, Brett, I really could do without, um, city council people, um, and sports. Just that combination. I, I don't like it. We were talking last week, a couple weeks ago, um, about the meeting that happened at the, uh, Memphis City Council where it was just supposed to be, um, you know, the transfer, um, handshake. Yeah, oh, thought it was um, going to yeah, be easy. They didn't want to give it over to the University of Memphis, that being Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. And then we had the ideas being thrown around of the Grizzlies leaving town, but today the Rays asked the city of St. Petersburg and their county to cover roughly half the cost of a new $1.3 billion ballpark. In an unsuccessful attempt, a city council member Briefly proposed that the franchise be rebranded the St. Petersburg Rays. Oh, man. He really did, thought about that. We, one, did. didn't we he? need to shorten it down a little bit.
0: Too, too wordy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little wordy. He really put a lot
3: of thought he into did. it. He did. He really it? did.
0: Uh, Could have done with this. Late last night, Brandon Staley was saying he didn't know if he would remain as mm. the head coach of the Chargers.
2: Well, no, we all he, knew.
0: I guess he got the news today because <laughs> he didn't remain. And. You could see it unfolding. You could see a guy's career mm-hmm. really being marred last night in, the, in in professional sports, and maybe now with the NIL presence in college, yeah. The locker room fires you a lot of time before management does. Sure does that locker room last night. It spoke. Mm-hmm. It spoke with its play, mm-hmm. and he was he was done. And that did, that should be a glamorous spot. And we we've talked a lot of names today: Bill Belichick and sure. Jim Harbaugh, most notably. For that job, but you know, in LA
3: with that roster, somebody's gonna want that job. Yeah, I think it's gonna be um, a job that a lot of people are putting their names in because, like you said, I mean, they have a ton of players on that roster, plenty of guys to go around. Um, but it, it it was so funny today, just hearing everybody. I've never heard so many people um, in agreement of. Yeah, he should have been fired at halftime. They shouldn't have let him back on the field than I have today about Brandon Staley. It's hilarious. Yes. I mean, he, he, he was lucky he wasn't fired mid-game. But I also saw this earlier today, and it could have been, you know, my big number today. Um, this this flashed up on uh, a segment I like to to call Tidbits I Took from TV. Um, under Brandon Staley, the charges were 24-24, 15 one-score losses.
0: And how many of those 15 was it something almost negligence on his part?
3: I would say clock at timing. least 14 of them. Yeah, I a, mean, a
0: lot of times.
3: It's incredible. It really is. Where are you beaming tonight? Beaming tomorrow to
0: Tigers versus Tigers. I love it. At FedEx Forum. It should be wild. It should be a pack scene. Why wouldn't it be? Two mm-hmm. o'clock on a great Saturday afternoon. For one of the best rosters in the country coming off the biggest win, I think in the biggest non-conference win yep. in the Penny Hardaway years. It should be
3: stoked at FedEx forum night. I'm heading to FedEx forum right now for the Grizzlies yeah. too. Yeah, I, I it's going to be a great weekend here in the city, but being me tonight, uh, up to Seattle, uh, climate, pro, uh, climate pledge arena. For number five, UConn versus number ten Gonzaga tonight, nine p.m. on ESPN. Maybe two. the best college basketball weekend of the year. i really, saying so. Yeah, it really will be. I mean, it is unbelievable the type of matchups, the games we have starting tomorrow, and really starting early with what I think is going to be a great game: Kansas and Indiana at 11:30 on CBS. Bowl season
0: begins. We talked about Boise State and UCLA yeah. and Cal and Texas Tech, probably the two most glamorous. The Grizzlies tonight against Houston. Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. back in town if he gets bother you he gets to you and bothers you that's on you don't let him bother you
3: yeah i'm i'm curious to see the reaction to him the the reaction um you know when his name is announced in the starting lineups his little stare down pregame. if we get that it's going to be interesting i mean a guy drafted in the second round spent um all of his career before now uh with the memphis grizzlies but now um Going to really put the uh, villain in Dylan the Villain when it comes to Grizzlies fans. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out tonight. But that's all the time. We have today, uh, I just want to say again, give a lot of thanks to Sissy's Log Cabin. We talked to Bill Jones. We talked to Wyatt Jones. But thank you all around, Lamar McCubbin, to everyone involved here. It was unbelievable. A lot of fun being out here at Sissy's Log Cabin. Forty-five, forty-two on Poplar. If you haven't made it out here, you need to stop by this weekend. They've got extended hours for Christmas. So make sure you come by uh, to Sissy's Log Cabin. And thank you once again um, to everyone here at Sissy's Log Cabin. But that's all the time we have. Enjoy your week and we'll talk to you again Monday afternoon at 3 o'clock.